Welcome to Square Gators, the local harness racing show. This is all a part of the Super Saturday Sports Show that you can listen to as to keep up to date with all things happening locally and around the world in the world of harness racing. The show airs on a weekly basis on a Saturday throughout the year and is hosted by local harness racing identity Daniel Hibbert on 1FM Shepherd and Radio. Oh, it's a cracking day for sport locally. What a great summer's Saturday. Fine 28 degrees across the region. Can't get much better than that. As we are now in the Square Gators segment, what a big meeting at Melton tonight. The Inner Dominion finals, of course, of both the Pacers and Trotters. As I welcome the voice of RSN, Dan Hibbard, to the microphone. Mate, I know you're a greyhound caller these days, but I know harness racing runs in your blood. It's your first passion. You must be excited about tonight. Morning, Seth. Yeah, it's a, it's a great night tonight. It's um, you know it's the, the the biggest race that we have uh, in uh, in harness racing in the Inter Dominion. The Grand Final is always a uh, a time honoured event, and it uh, you know the winners uh, certainly go into the uh, the history books as uh, you know champions of the sport, or champions of the year. Even if it is uh, you know it's, it can be an upset result sometimes, as we saw last year. So. Um, but they're always remembered. All the Inter Dominion uh, champions are always uh, fondly remembered. So it'll be no different tonight. It's going to be a fantastic night's racing. And made on racing dot com as well this evening. I-, I notice as well. That's great for the sport. Yeah, it is. It's, it's it is important that we get uh, that sort of coverage, that prime co- time coverage uh, for this race meeting in particular. Uh, it, because of the the nature of the Inter Dominion, it's important that it's uh, it's highlighted. I mean, it used to be. Uh, pretty well covered on uh, the ABC back in the day. They used to have it on every uh, every year, and um, you know it's it's great to have it on free to wear uh, this year once again. And as we saw with um, you know the Greyhounds uh, with the, the Dream Chasers uh, Festival, it's uh, a really uh, a really powerful tool to get uh, engaged with in the sport. And let's hope we see more of it, both across the greyhounds and harness racing as well. Because, look, as great as Trot's vision is, the the average punter probably wouldn't access Trot's vision, if you know what I'm trying to say. Like, it, it's much better if something isn't uh, used over the internet for broadcasting. That's what I'm probably trying to say. Yeah, I mean, to have that option of just being able to flick the telly on and flick the channel over to... Channel 68 uh, and and find it there is very much key. I mean, it's quite easy these days for uh, you know the for the the, the tech savvy people to know where they can find the coverage. But it's not all about um, that generation. There's also the uh, the the other the older generation that might not have uh, as much uh, now with that sort of technology. Whereas I can turn on a TV quite easily and find the channel uh, with uh, without too much hassle and it. Uh, you know, it's it's good to see that it's on uh, on that uh, that uh, airway, so that uh, everybody's got access to it tonight. No worries, Dan. So, what was the week that was locally in harness racing? And of course, I didn't get to catch up with you. What was a couple of weeks ago now? But uh, the round two of the Inner Dominion at Shepherd, and I couldn't go. I got COVID. I was really disappointed, but that was a fantastic evening. I did watch that on Trot's Vision. Yeah, it was a really good night. Um, they really, uh, the Trots Vision coverage really showcased the uh, the Shepparton region and, and what we've gone through over the last couple of months with the, the floods and so forth. And the racing was just as good. It was really uh, awesome to see 
the top calibre of horses racing around uh, around the track at Shepparton, and obviously the the uh, couple of track records, uh, <clears throat> a track record in the pacing division, and the Trotters series was uh, was just as strong. So uh, it was uh, exciting to have um, to have the Independent in town uh, last week. So and uh, uh, Andrew Bensley for RSN was actually, and I've never heard of this on RSN before, but he was walking around talking to a few of the local patrons and it was going on RSN. Yeah, he was. It, uh, they've really uh, tried to uh, change the, the the coverage that they provide with RSN and it's all, all for the good. Uh, I think there hasn't been too much change in the way they've done sort of things over the last 20 or 30 years. So it's important that they sort of move with the times and uh, just give the... Uh, the radio audience, although it's not as uh, not as big as it once was, it's still it is still uh, there, and it's important that uh, the radio audience gets uh, a fair share of the uh, the the coverage as well, so that they uh, people know what's going on uh, via the radio. It's not as if uh, you know you've got people uh, who might be out in the road driving and listening to it on on their on their travels, and uh, you know it's important that uh, it's not just. Uh, not just a racing service; it is giving uh, a bit of backstory, a bit of uh, other, uh, a bit of other information to the punters as well. All right, Dan. What was the week that was in local harness racing? Yeah, we'll go back to Atuka last Sunday. This was the uh, the Gunbower um, Cup meeting. It was transferred from Gunbower to Atuka, obviously with um, uh, the the weather, the floods that had sort of uh, made it pretty hard to get prepared at Gunbower. So. The meeting was moved to Atuka. Uh, just a couple of uh, races there to, to make note of. Uh, Dancers was a really good winner for Donna Castles. In what was a, a bit of a, a messy race, uh, unfortunately one of the drivers uh, miscounted the laps and uh, sort of threw a bit of a spanner in the works, uh, caused a bit of uh, grief to a few runners. But Dancers was able to lead and was able to withstand uh, all the pressure, was able to score 2 3.9. Donna Castle's another win to that mare. She's a really consistent mare. Doesn't win out of turn, but she's in good form at the moment. Monziana was another winner for the O'Donoghue-Bartley combination. It scored about a $5 quote. Went 156.9 over the 2100, which is a really strong run uh, and a really good effort to get home and score. The Trotters Cup was won by Travel Bug for the McNulty's. James Turbotton was able to come off the 20-metre handicap, uh, swooped around and took the lead and was just too good. It was uh, an easy victory in the end, even though it only won by a couple of metres. It had the race well in hand a long way out. Jeremy Wells was a good winner for Russell Jack. Shannon O'Sullivan took the claiming drive. Sat Park won 58.6. The Gunbower Cup was won by uh, Rick Riley for Julie Douglas and Jack Law. It was a short price favourite. Did a bit of work in the early part, was able to get to the breeze. They went 158.8 over the 2,500 from the mobile which is a very slick run, especially around Atuka. Carbo Cruz won the last for the Newburys. John Newbury winning and uh, able to score a, a narrow victory, two minutes point two. And uh, the gel- five-year-old gelding by Mr Feelgood is uh, just starting to learn his craft. He's won ten, two from ten um, and uh, going along nicely for the Newbury stable. We uh, headed to Yarra Valley on Monday. We made Frio was a... Good winner for Stephen and Ryan Duffy in the first race there. Had to, uh, couldn't get the lead early on, but got the nice trail in the end and was able to score a pretty comfortable victory in 159. Did get beaten at uh, Cobram yesterday, but it was a pretty tough run uh, under the circumstances there as well. 
Lose a shoe was a good winner for Brad Aylett. Nathan Jack took the drive. It led all the way, 158.5. A three-year-old by Auckland Reactor out of Formalise was able to score a nice victory. And the other winner on the card there was Mike Jerry for Nicole Lear from Machuca. Greg Sugars took the drive. It was $2.40. It was over the lead. It would score in 2.25. Is a three-year-old by Bacardi Liddy out of Spring Fly. So good win there for Mike Jerry at, uh, at Yarra Valley. Daylight at Dawn made it uh, another local winner with for Greg Fleming. George Samuras took the drive and uh, was able to score one in 159.7. So a good mile right there for Daylight at Dawn. And it goes around tonight at Melton. The uh, next uh, meeting to look at was the card at uh, at Melton on Tuesday night. Dave Moran had a good winner there with the two-year-old Roryville. 158.5 was the mile right over the 22.40. Just scored over Kenley for Russell and Nathan Jack, but it was a good winner. Probably can follow both of those horses going forward. Uh, they look like they've got their fair share of ability. We headed to Maryborough on uh, on Wednesday afternoon. This, uh, sorry, Thursday afternoon. This was the the Humbletonian day, so a day for all the maidens to try and get their Vic Bread uh, bonus um, out and uh, get earn some good prize money as well. The local winner there was for Lisa Bartley and Mark Pitt Chinchilla. Is uh, although it's a New Zealand bread, it is Vic Bread eligible. But it's by Sunshine Beach, yet I've got to get away, got to go get away, I should say. Was able to break its maiden and score in the uh, in the two year old one fifty eight point three was the mile rate there. So well done to Connection who cashed in and got a good bit of prize money and the big bread bonus as well. The uh, meeting at Cobram yesterday was a really good card of uh, restricted class racing. Dark luster the Mark Buckingham won the maiden. The first race came from last, paid thirteen dollars on the fixed odds, was able to come over the top and winning one fifty nine point two. Really uh, good performance there to score. Chivalry was a, a dominant winner of the two-year-old for Lisa Bartley and Mark Pitt. was a very short price favourite. Did a couple of things wrong, raced a little touch greenly, but was too good. 156.4s by Sweet Lou out of bedtime. So well-bred and got the job done. So certainly one to follow, particularly uh, over the next uh, little while before the end of the two-year-old season. The Trotters handicap was won by Super Service. Great drive by Cameron Maggs to score. Got the nice trail in behind. The leader was able to peel out at the top of the straight and get over the top to score. President's Last Lady was a really strong winner of the fourth. Uh, was heavily supported on fixed odds and won by 20 metres. Gave nothing else a chance. Just sat back, waited for them to uh, spend all their petrol tickets and zoomed over the top. For a dominant win, really good performance there from President's Last Lady for Mark Lee and Stacey Towers. Cresco Three Peak won the first look at the quaddy for Gary Peakin, was able to get off the leaders back, turning for home and run over the top. Two minutes point three was the mile rate there. The second leg of the quaddy was won by Mr. Rebel at a big price. The Rosie and Kevin Wiedenbach was coming, came from uh, midfield, but was uh, really strong at the back end of the race to score beating Security Check and I'm Harvey Spectre. Mr Jim Ringle was a strong winner for Terry Gaines and Alan Tormey. Another one that came off the speed, 158.6. Three wide for the last 500 or so, but was too tough at the back end. Morris bonus was a really good performance for Greg Fleming and George Chimuris again with another win. Uh, scored a narrow victory over Lovely Long Time, 155 for the mile race. Sat uh, midfield, but then pulled out, got the right run into the race and was able to get over the top in the last few hops. 
And the last uh, the last two races, our bright light was a good winner for Connor Crook and Robert Morris at a decent price in 2.1.2. And Jitterbug Arden for Jason Ross and Rebecca Bartley. Drew Barrier won, but ended up being last uh, at the uh, after they'd gone about 600 metres, but they'd gone pretty hard up front. And in the end, he was able to, uh, she was able to sweep around the outside and score in 158.7. So a really good performance there from, uh, from Jitterbug Arden. Bendigo last night was a really good night of uh, trotting racing. We had uh, several uh, features, the Gavin Lang Elderbaron Park two-year-old trotting mile and the Graham Lang two-year-old trotting mile for the Phillies. Nathan Jack had a, uh, a big night out there. He won the, uh, the, the Gavin Lang two-year-old mile with the, the locomotive uh, for Wayne Potter. It was a very short-priced favourite, 158.4. He threw Cormier to win the Scotch Knots three-year-old trotting Phillies uh, mile. Led all the way, 159.7. Cravash Dor then won for Anton Galino and he won the Wagon Apollo three-year-old in 155.6. And then he won the True Roman Trot with the interview for Anton Galino. was a favourite in that race and went two minutes, point three. So four winners on the card there for Nathan Jack last night. The other local winner was Berries and Cherries for Donna Castles. Brendan Barnes took the drive on Berries and Cherries. Donna was driving the stable mate, Lindy Grace. The Berries and Cherries, a $3.60 chance, was able to win race number eight. So that's a wrap of all the local racing over the last uh, the last week. A couple of local meetings to uh, to digest, but plenty of uh, local winners as well, which is really good to see. Fantastic wrap, Dan. We'll come back after the sponsors break, have a look at this big 10-event card at Melton. Of course, the night of nights in a Dominion final for the Pacers and the Trotters, just to... Uh, let the people know that the Pacing Championship Grand Final will be on at 19 minutes past 9 o'clock this evening. And just trying to find the trots there, Dan. Uh, the Trotting Championship will be on at 18 minutes past 8 o'clock this evening. But we'll have a big break, uh, sponsors break, coming out the other side and uh, have a look at this great card at Melton. Absolutely. It's going to be fantastic night's racing. Tying the knot. You must consider the Shepherd and Golf Club for your most special day. The Shepherd and Golf Club offers a unique first-class experience that will help create lifelong lasting memories for you and your guests in a relaxing setting that boasts picturesque views and natural beauty. Our experienced team of professionals will take you through the process of designing your food and beverage selections, providing you a stress-free experience so that you can concentrate on the love and joy that brings you together. Visit shepherdandgolf.net.au or call us on 5821 1FM sponsor. SDP Tax has been your trusted local accounting firm and has been proudly helping people just like you across the Goulburn Valley and beyond for over two decades. Are you happy with your accountant? Are you certain that you are receiving maximum tax deductions? Call SDP Tax on 1300 436 829 and start a conversation today. SDP offer a maximum deduction guarantee. That's right, SDP guarantee that they'll find you the greatest deductions possible with no upfront fee charged. What are you waiting for? Call today. There is no business too small. Call 1300 436 829 or visit www.sdptax.com. 1FM sponsor. Shepherd and Scooters and Mobility Service, the entire Goulburn Valley. Come and visit our showroom at 6 Penella Road, Shepparton. 
and view our range of products that covers all areas of assistive technology, providing you and your loved ones with a one-stop shop for all your needs from daily living, powered mobility devices or home modifications. We stock a large range of mobility scooters, walker aids, lift beds, chairs, mattresses, personal aid equipment, skin care and incontinence products. Call us to inquire on 5831 7317 or visit our website shepartonscootersandmobility.com.au 1FM Sponsor Super Saturday Sport with Mark Owens. Welcome back to the Super Saturday Sport show. You're in Square Gators, my favourite time of the show. We get to try and find a winner. And, of course, like I said, leading into the sponsors break, it's the final of the Inner Dominion at Melton tonight. Ten event card and the first getting underway at a quarter past six this evening, Dan. Yeah, really strong card. I'm just trying to work out a quaddy. It's uh, very difficult to make it a... Uh, at skinny, so it's uh, it's certainly a, a whitish one, and uh, I mean even a small percentage, we might not be able to return a bit of a profit. But it's it is a tricky night, the quaddy tonight. Uh, but the the two features, the uh, the Inter Dominion Trotter, uh, Trotters final and the uh, the uh, Pacers final, are both really interesting races, and uh, you know they've all had three heats, uh, and the Barrow draw certainly made it uh, a little bit more interesting. So. It's going to be uh, a, a cr- cracking night of finals here tonight. The uh, try and get a bit of a bank for the uh, the quaddy because as I say, it's really a, a difficult one for mine tonight. Uh, the first thing of the multi is race number two, and it's number eleven, Whiskey Cavalier. This is a, a leg of the Australasian Young Drivers Championship, and uh, Sarah O'Reilly from New Zealand takes the drive on uh, Whiskey Cavalier for Andy Gath. It was a really good winner at uh, Melton last. Uh, last time out, that was back on the 18th of November. Uh, that was its first run from New Zealand, went 155.7. I know it's still in the second row, but it certainly gets a, uh, a, a opportunity to uh, back up and get another win on the board. It is over the 2200, so it does get a bit of a favour there. I don't think there's too many. Uh, the, the key chance is obviously the raconteur and it's Ebony and Ivory, the 9 and the 10. But I just think that uh, there's been a little bit of support for Whiskey Cavalier, so we'll throw it in as the first thing. The second leg is race four, number three, Major Moth for Emma Stewart. Damien Wilson takes the drive. Uh, really strong type. Hasn't raced uh, since this time last year when it ran fifth in the heat of the Vic Bridge Super Series, the three-year-old series. He uh, he was super <clears throat> earlier uh, in his three-year-old career. He won the Breeders' Crown uh, heat and was ninth in the final. Uh, sorry, won his semi-final, was ninth in the final. He was fourth in the Victoria Derby. So he raced against all the really strong horses. He's coming out, coming back, obviously, after a long time off, but he's got super ability, and I think he will be able to find the front and be hard to beat. So the multi, race two, number 11, race four, number three, you'll get around 565, 570, something like that, um, for the, uh, the multi tonight, and hopefully we can... Land it and uh, and build a little bit of a bank for what is a really wide quaddy. It's uh, a bit like a uh, a, a Victoria Derby Day quaddy. Uh, we've gone first thing is the is the Inter Dominion Trotting Championship final. I've gone two six eight and twelve. They're the key four hopes according to the market, and it's really hard to uh, to pick, pick anything else out other than those four. And, in fact, it's probably even harder to narrow uh, narrow it down. 
Matthias Metro's got the uh, holds all the aces here, gets the inside draw. Um, if it leads, the key runner, Queen Alita, will be certainly on its back. Majestuoso gets out quick. If it happened to lead, it would then throw a, a bit of a spanner in the works for Queen Alita, who might be buried on the pegs. Just Believe has won all three heats, draws barrier 12, but can certainly win this race. So they, I think they're the only four chances, but I really can't narrow it down with uh, any great confidence after that. So two, six, eight and 12 in the first leg. The second leg is the pacing consolation of the Inner Dominion. Another tricky affair. I've gone three, six, nine and 13. Willoughby Sylvester's had a bit of backing. It was a good uh, close-up six last time out. Like a wildfire, gets its opportunity to win another strong race. It uh, hasn't been uh, running... Oh, was, sorry, ran... Uh, has been running in the Inner Dominion heats, but hasn't had a great deal of luck and is certainly uh, suit, more suited to this class of horse. Nine Alter Orlando has been racing very well through the series, but didn't make the final. And Triple Eight just didn't have, is a bit, a bit the same, just on the fringe of the absolute elite, but uh, could certainly win with the right trip despite the drawing barrier 13. So 3, 6, 9 and 13, the second leg. The third leg is the final of the Inner Dominion. Um, it's a great race, and it's going to come down to tactics and speed and tempo and all that sort of that sort of stuff, which we always talk about. I've gone 2, 3, 6, 7, 11, and 13. Honolulu Bay's won all three heats. Acknow's been in super form with two wins and a third. Expensive Ego's the one that I think is a decent show, has been placed in all three heats, but hasn't been able to score a win, but has been very close up in all of them. Bunduran's a decent chance at big odds, even though it's drawn barrier seven. Has been really flying home the last couple of runs. Eleven, Mark Dan has won two heats. Draws average, but can certainly win. And Better Eclipse, um, I think, is a, a real decent outside chance as well, despite the draw. If it gets the right sort of toe into the race, it can certainly win after winning its first heat. It was then fourth and down the track in the last round of heats, but made the final. So 2, 3, 6, 7, 11, 13, the third leg. The last leg is the Trotters, Sundown's Gift, Trotters Free for All. And I've gone 8, 11, 12, and 13. Uh, a lot of muscle, uh, powder keg, Chinese whisper, and Sundown's Courage. It's a really tricky race. These are a lot of these horses were running in the Inner Dominion um, and uh, didn't make the final. Some of them are going well. Some of them are sort of probably at the end of their tether. So it's a really tricky race. So the quaddy's wide, and you know, there's no way in the world you could take this for 100%, but if you could take it for 5 or 10%, maybe, something like that, hopefully you can get a return on your investment. The first leg, 2, 6, 8, 12. Second leg, 3, 6, 9, 13. Third leg, 2, 3, 6, 7, 11, and 13. The last leg, 8, 11, 12, and 13. It costs you 380 for the, 384 for the full percentage, but as I say, even if you took it to 10%, it cost you 38 bucks. Uh, might be something to sort of uh, sit back and watch tonight because we might be able to get a bit of value because it is a, a really strong card at Melton tonight. I took it for $10, rounded down the seven sixty eight. I got 2%, so it's cost yeah. me $7.60 this evening for yeah, 2%. And it's, and it's just one, like, there's just nothing that really stands out that can, you could make a, a case for as, a, as a, a, an anchor in any of those legs. It's such an even race night tonight, particularly the quality legs. Uh, it's just going to be great to sit down and watch those races later on tonight. Yeah, fantastic, Dan. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait for it. Like we said, it's on racing.com this evening, 10-event card, and I just can't wait. It's going to be fantastic racing. Absolutely. 
Uh, horse racing, Dan. We might go to the Gallops. Locally, they're at Wangaratta today. Just thought I'd point that out. Uh, got no tips there, but the first gets underway at uh, 16 minutes past midday today, and the last is at 6 o'clock. So it is a... Uh, 10-event card at Wangaratta today, so a lot of racing there. If you're doing nothing this afternoon, I might suggest you head that way. Look, racing, summer racing is at now Sandown. Of course, we have uh, summer series there at Sandown. And uh, look, it's it's a tricky card, uh, real tricky card. Probably all the talks around in this race, Detonator Jack uh, in race five. Looks like to be the better of the day, but it's uh, no big odds, $1.65. Yeah, everyone's sort of been spruiking it, and I think it might be uh, a case of being uh, the, the, an anchor in most people's multis and so forth. It's not a leg of the, uh, the quaddy today. It's a leg of the early quaddy, but uh, he's been, yeah, really heavily talked about as being uh, one of the one of the more closest, sure things this afternoon. So race five, number six. At uh, Randwick, my little pet hate uh, is the fact that... Uh, They've named the Ingham, it's the old uh, Villiers. Why don't we just call it the Villiers? Why do we need to change names of horses all the time? Understanding that Bob and Jack Ingham are pretty synonymous with racing, and I get their contribution, not trying to knock that, but can we just leave it at the Villiers, and can we just leave racing names alone? Yeah, it sounds, uh, you sort of, I, when I heard it, I thought oh, it must be a new race, but I didn't realise it was the Villiers. Yeah, it's the Villiers, yeah. It adds to the confusion. And a shorty here, race nine, number one, Nugget, seems to be uh, the one there that'll win that race today, Dan. Yeah, he's uh, even money and he's going to be hard to beat. But certainly that uh, the Ingham or the, the Villiers, as it was, uh, $7 for field there. So uh, plenty of value if you can land, uh, land the winner of that race. It is wide open. And, uh, of course, Dan, international racing at Hong Kong tomorrow and at Ascot, the carnival continues over there in the West today. Yeah, it's a good race, and it was a really good race in there um, last week. Obviously, we had uh, uh, Amelia's Jewel win, and uh, that was a, a cracking race. And, uh, yeah, it continues over there. They've got the Gold Rush uh, on over there this afternoon and uh, a couple of uh, Victorian horses uh, or horses that have raced over this side of the uh, side of the world have, uh, have made the trip. So it should be a, another uh, big race over there this afternoon. OK, Dan, that's where we'll leave it. We'll do it all again next week. No worries. Thanks, Dad. Dan Hibbard there for, of course, Square Gators, who will be back just after 9 News at 11 next week. If you have enjoyed the show, then please let us know what you think at our socials. 1FM, Super Saturday Sport on Facebook and Twitter, and tune in from 8am next week to find out more. Till next week, goodbye.